Hey, guess what today is? Podcast day? Oh, that's true. Yes. <laughs> guess what day it is when everybody gets to hear this episode? When? What? July 2nd. <gasps> Which means, guys, our Patreon launched yesterday. Oh my gosh. So you are welcome. <laughs> You can uh, go to our Instagram to find out more uh-huh. about it. And there'll be, if you go to our link tree in our bio, it's it'll take you right there. to the Patreon. This is the Witch's Magic Murder Mystery Podcast. And I'm Kara. And I'm Megan. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about Patreon. Yeah. Okay. We've got Here. two levels. We're doing the $5 level is the Trash Witch level. I love it so I much. I know. I do too. And so at that level, we give you two extra full episodes per month, mm-hmm. as well as one video per month and sometimes that video will also be like a true crime story but sometimes it might just be something silly us doing random weird stuff we want to do we want to mix it up a little bit and so even when it's a true crime story it's going to be something entertaining to go along with it yeah then we have the ten dollar level which is the body of a goddess level oh oh wait i'm sorry also at the five dollar level you get an exclusive trash witch sticker oh i love it that is only available to patreon people yes and you guys, um, my friend Tiffany, who is of um, Sherbing Arts, she's an incredible artist, and so she drew cute. us the best trash witch. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. So um, you'll get to see that artwork. And so that will be the exclusive sticker that's only for Patreon uh-huh. subscribers. And then at the $10 level, the Body of a Goddess level, you get all of that. You get the two full episodes, mm-hmm. the exclusive sticker, and the video. Yep. Plus... A discount code for our online store, which mm-hmm. also launches. Yay. And um, a personal shout out on the show and an additional exclusive, um, which is Magic Murder Mystery sticker. Yes. So we're really excited. Yay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's been really fun. We've been already working on creating content for the Patreon. Oh, yeah. It's and a daily thing where we're like, hey, what about this? Hey, yeah. what about this? I love it. It's so it's fun. So, so much fun. I love trying to think of stuff that you guys will like. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> that's basically I'm like, what would we like? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's this what is, we're going to do. This is what we're doing because that's the most fun. Um, We'd love to hear from you guys. We'd love for you to join the Patreon. If you can't, it's okay. We're obviously oh, going to yeah. still keep doing Regular, regular episodes. Feed. Yeah, yeah, so don't worry about it. If you do subscribe to the Patreon, you can get those podcast episodes right in your feed. Yeah. Just like any other podcast subscription. Yeah. Um, so you'll get an email that tells you how to do that. And if you ever have any trouble, obviously, you can just email us and we'll help you too. Okay. We'll figure out how to help you because technology. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> we know we're great at two things, mm-hmm. math and technology. Mm-hmm. Sometimes words. <laughs> and pronouncing <laughs> Ooh, names. names. Names are so good. Okay. Are you ready for an upsetting story? No, I don't know because I've been warned by you. I've been warned by Jason now. When I got here this He's morning, like, I was like, listen to this story that I'm telling Kara. Um, and he was like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. And I just gave him like the two second version. Yeah. It's been a while since I've done like a truly awful story, I feel like. It has. I mean, they're all awful, right? Like, we don't tell good stories. Like, super gory. Um, except Nellie Bly. But yes, she's it's best. like Sylvia Likens. Ooh. Um, gruesome. Yeah. So. Ooh. Okay. Buckle up, Buttercup. We're ready. Okay, We're okay, ready. Okay, okay. Okay. 
this murder happened in Australia. Oh. And every single article I read... Did you find this when you were looking at your bone pointing stuff? No. (laughs) Every Australian article I read about it started with a warning that was like, (gasps) warning, distressing and graphic content. Oh. Um, Which feels important to tell you. Yes. Both to warn you. Heads up, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Heads, distressing and graphic content ahead. Also, I feel like American media doesn't do that. We're just like... Hey, here you go. Yeah. If you're you're Googling this, you deserve what you You, get. Yeah. So this is a story of Catherine Knight, who some have called Australia's Hannibal Lecter. (gasps) What? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Catherine Mary Knight was born on October 25th, 1955 in Tinterfield, Australia. She had sort of a rough deal from the beginning. Her mother was married and had four children. Okay. Then she met Catherine's father and had an affair with him. Okay. Resulting in... Catherine. Then the affair came out, and they lived in this, like, small conservative town, so it couldn't have been easy growing up. I'm sure she was teased. Everybody knew, so whatever. Catherine's dad was an alcoholic and frequently raped her mother. Mm. And then Catherine says, or she has said, that she was sexually assaulted by multiple family members up until she turned 11. Oh. It was very quick to say, like, she says this happened. I don't know if those were ever corroborated. Okay. Regardless, she didn't have a happy childhood. Right. She grew up to be a bully, picking on kids who were smaller than her, which mm-hmm. kind of makes sense if you think about yeah what she went through as a kid. Yes. I'm not trying to sound sympathetic to her, but, you know, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that I'm pretty much... Megan wants to solve everything. <laughs> I just I just want to understand childhood traumas. why people are the way yes. they are. So in this case, Catherine did not grow up in a joyful, loving home, so I can, like, see the path that yeah. took her to yeah, become... Yeah, yeah. yeah. well... I don't understand how anybody turns out the way she turns out, but I can see why she didn't turn out <laughs> wholesome, happy. Yeah. Wait, just wait. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So she never learned to read or write, and she quit school when she was 15. Okay. When she was 16, she got her dream job. Did she know? Um, when you were 16, what was your dream job? I wanted to be a veterinarian. That seems normal. I wanted to be a marine biologist. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She worked at a slaughterhouse. That's her dream job as a 16-year-old girl. Why? She loved it so much. Uh She kept her first pair of, or her first set of butcher knives and hung them above her bed. Uh Is that like writing a guy's name above your bed? I mean, I love trees. So like I have a painting of a tree above my bed. So I guess this is the same thing. If I love knives, I guess. (laughs) Did she clean them or no? I assume so. I didn't see anything reading thing that said she didn't. Okay. She met a man at the butcher shop named David Kellett. He was a lot like her dad, a violent alcoholic. Oh, fun. The thing is, Catherine would fight back. Oh, whoa. And eventually, she ended up dominating him. You know? So it's a weird, like, how that all worked out. In 1974. In 1974, (laughs) y'all done looked it up. I found found these dates on this lady here. (laughs) On the Google. They got married. He was drunk throughout the wedding. And apparently, Catherine's mother even warned him. Oh. Catherine has a really bad temper. Oh. Still... I mean, I've known people with bad tempers. Right. This is not. This is not. This is something else it. further. Oh, that's wrong. Man. Okay. On their wedding night, they had sex three times. Uh-huh. And then he was tired. Okay. Obviously. And he went to sleep. Okay. She wanted to have sex a fourth time. And the fact that he was asleep enraged her <laughs> to the point that she began to choke him. <gasps> and he, like, woke up and fought her off and lived. Oh, 
And then they stayed married for 10 more years. What? Man. She tried to kill him on their wedding night. wouldn't have sex with her. And they stayed married for 10 years. Man. I can't figure out if he was like the... The it battered like they spouse, need, like Sue Johansson, in their lives. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> we still got to do a video. <laughs> we with her. do. It seems like they were both violent, but I never saw anything about her being an alcoholic. She so, just was wild. I feel like maybe being an addict could have made him even more vulnerable yeah. to her. You know, yeah. and like, is he the battered spouse in this relationship? Right. And he Which, feels kind of yeah. stuck. Oh my gosh! It seems like between the two of them, she's the scariest. Um, also, she sleeps with knives above her bed. Right. So. So maybe that's why he didn't immediately divorce her. Yeah. Or maybe she's amazing in bed. Shags like a meat. But anyway. <laughs> so David, the husband, he uh, had several affairs. And when Catherine found out about one of them, she took their two-month-old baby and laid it on the local train tracks at the time when, like, the train was scheduled to come through. What? Thankfully, it didn't. Like, something happened. It didn't come through that day. But, like... That's the kind of, that's what she does. Um, She's nuts. And then she stole an axe and threatened a bunch of people with it. So this behavior landed her in a psychiatric hospital. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I would say so. She told nurses that she was going to kill the mechanic who fixed David's car because that's how David was able to like leave and go have affairs. If his car didn't work, he can't go anywhere and have affairs. I'm like, that's some misplaced anger. What? <laughs> let's also be mad at Henry Ford for inventing the car. Yeah. We're at let's, it. Yeah. Oh. When she got out of the hospital, David took her back, but only for a little while before finally leaving her for good finally. in 1986. Okay. And I feel like wherever he is, he is eternally grateful yeah. that he got out of this situation. Yeah. So not long after that, she started a man dating another David. Oh, my gosh. Um, his name was David Saunders. David was a minor, and after dating for just a few months, he moved in with Catherine oh. and her two children. Okay. Even though he moved in with her, he still kept his own separate apartment, which okay. she thought was suspicious and led to lots of, like, jealousy and anger on her part. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I got to – I kind of think it's a little suspicious, too. Like, yeah. why are you moving in with her if you want to have your own apartment? Right. Unless, again, like, she's amazing in bed. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, I'm sure you can imagine, Catherine and David had a terrible, violent relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, she didn't turn a new leaf or anything. No. No, no, Okay. You're not going to like (laughs) this part. Okay. No one's going to like this part. Okay. David had a puppy, Mm. and Catherine slit its throat (gasps) just to show him what she's capable of. No. Mm -hmm. And it was like a really young puppy. No. Also, this is just a complete sidebar. But when I was reading this article, as you scrolled on down, there was like an ad for some kind of um, allergy medication. It had a really cute dog in the ad. No. And I was just like, listen, this is a terrible, like, however, this algorithm got this ad here. So bad. No, no, no. Because at first when I read it, I was like, is that the dog? I was like, oh, God, no, it's not. (laughs) That's an ad, which is almost worse. Yeah. So, um, dang. Anyway, she slit the throat puppy's throat um that did not stop him from having a child with her what they had a daughter a year later stop then Catherine attempted to kill david with a pair of scissors and that was his hard limit um so he said a safe word and that's when he finally left her uh so the killing of the puppy that wasn't it him him getting attacked with some Mm. old scissors threatened actually him yeah. yeah So then, um, because she has like a golden vagina, I guess. Magic badge. She <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's another guy just ready to date her. Oh. John Chillingworth, mm. which cannot be a real name. No. 
They stayed together for three years. And here's the weirdest part. Apparently, they had a totally normal relationship. There's no reports of violence or anything crazy happening. They had a child, which was Catherine's first son. What? And then I guess because this relationship was normal and not violent, that didn't really work for her because she she started cheating on him. She needed some crazy. Yeah. And when he found out, they broke up. So that's (sighs) that. Again, these three men, David, David, and John, John. lucky, so lucky that they got out. Okay. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all over mm-hmm. again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo, uh-huh. T-Y-M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now with products from $59.99 to top of the line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh my we gosh. got a so straightener exciting. and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so right. handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge MCH anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay, so I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally curly wavy hair so it was a huge game changer for me it dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny which i noticed immediately Mm -hmm. i didn't even need to straighten it afterwards and usually i do because usually i have all those wild like curls left over the wind power on this thing is intense it's wild like i turned it up i was like let's play with these buttons okay so it has three magnetic styling attachments they're all amazing you know how some blow dryers you get are like if you go to a hotel and there's a diffuser and you're like oh my gosh this is like tearing my hair to pieces and it's gonna be so tangled not with this one nice and it's magnetic so it's great so right now you guys our listeners can get 30 percent off their first order at timobeauty.com t-y-m-o beauty.com Using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to TYMOBeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. The guy that she was cheating on, John Chillingworth, his name was John Price. So it's like David, David, John, John. 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 Yeah. Mm. He was also a minor, just like the second David that we talked about. (laughs) People said that John Price was like a really friendly guy, um, well-liked. He had two older children when he met Catherine, and everyone seemed to get along really well, the whole group. Okay. And they all moved in together in 1995. Okay. John's previous wife before he met Catherine said that he wasn't a violent person and he was a good provider and i haven't read anything that talks about john being violent okay. at all Catherine, after they moved in together for a while she, she was like hey we should get married mm. and he was like no no i don't think so and she did not like this <gasps> she framed him for stealing things from his job and that ended up getting him fired like that was her revenge what was like you won't marry me I'm going to make your your job think you stole a bunch of stuff. And so what? he lost his job. But then and then he like broke up with her. Income for, okay. Yeah, he broke up with her because he's like, well, this 
Crazy. Yeah. Okay. But then they started seeing each other again a few months later. Oh, my gosh. Is, this, is the dating pool in Australia just really, really small, do you think? I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I don't... I don't know. I mean... Or it goes back to the magic match. I don't know. It's one or the other. Yeah. Why does this woman... I know plenty of really great single people. Yeah. Why does this woman... Get it. Yeah. No. No. This time, What's even though... Like? Uh, I don't want to comment on okay. her looks. Okay. <laughs> my, my mother taught me if I wasn't going to say anything nice. Okay. Yeah. So, um, this time, even though they were dating again, he did not want them to live together again oh and she was like yes i completely understand why you feel that way honey after everything i did and because i love you i'm going to work really hard to like earn your trust oh my and stay gosh. by your side and okay. eventually you'll see that i'm kidding she did not oh don't. i was she like just, what she went earth? <laughs> she like yeah, lost her I was mind like, where did this come from but at some point they must have moved back in together or at least were staying the nights with each other because of what happens later. Oh, gosh. In February of 2000, he ended up taking out a restraining order against Catherine <gasps> because she tried to stab him in the chest during an argument. Okay. And he started telling people that he was afraid of her. And if anything ever happened to him, to she did at, it to look at Catherine. Yeah. Well, obviously. Whenever he got that restraining order, John and Catherine gave conflicting interviews to the police, obviously. And so, like... Nothing really came of it. Mm-hmm. And then on February 29th, 2000, he went to work, then came home that night, just like normal, talked to the neighbors, did all his usual things, mm-hmm. went to bed at like 11 p.m. Then Catherine showed up a little after that. and She made dinner, watched TV, took a shower, and then went up to bed. She woke John up. They had sex. And then he went back to sleep. She loves to wake people up for sex. She does. You don't tell her no. Never. You don't, yeah. I really hate knowing that he slept with her in the same bed and had sex with her while at the same time knowing that he is so afraid of her that he's telling people if anything ever happens to me. Yeah. So I feel like if the roles were reversed and we were talking about a woman who was so afraid of her man who's being raped by her husband. Yeah. Yeah. And, but she's still having to have sex with him because it's easier to say yes than to risk saying no. So I just hate, I hate thinking about it. Yeah. Okay. So John goes back to sleep and Catherine reaches for her butcher knife (gasps) right by her bed (gasps) because she loves it. (sighs) It's like a really sick teddy bear. She stabbed him 37 times. What? The attack started in the bedroom and obviously it woke him up and he tried to get away. (sighs) Ha. He ran down the hallway and toward the front door, and Catherine chased him, stabbing <gasps> him in the back over and over. Oh, my gosh. There's blood on the outside of the door, so they think he did make it outside. Yeah. But at that point, he was so weak that she really, really easily dragged him back in. <gasps> he died in the hallway, Ugh. and he was 44 years old. Oh, my gosh. That is not the worst part. No. Of everything I'm about to tell you, that is like... Minor details. The, yes. That is like nothing compared <sighs> to what is coming. Okay. Okay. So, mm-hmm. she dragged him back inside and hung his body mm-hmm. from a meat hook in the living room. Huh? No information on why there's a meat, ho- meat hook in the living room. Like, no, I, I'm sorry. I guess because she loves butchering so much. It's just like, why? Also, there's a meat hook in the living room. Because wouldn't it have to be attached to the ceiling? Yeah. Is there some kind it of, has sort to of be, portable portable meat hook situation? I don't know about. It has to be anchored somehow. Right. Because it has to, to hold, hold a body. 
Well, pigs are heavy. Yeah. Cattle's heavy. Uh, I want to tell you that I still haven't gotten to the worst part. No. Okay. 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 <clears throat> so then. <laughs> she clears her throat. She skinned him. <gasps> and she, <laughs> she skinned him so expertly because she had experience yeah, she'd been in doing such that since she was 16. That it was like all one piece. <gasps> Stop it. It was like a, a pelt. I know. Like Ed Gein? Yeah. Yeah. It was like a skin suit. I'm sorry for saying that. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, he made, everybody. He made one it. of his mom. Like, mm-hmm. he made But he, then he suit. pieced that together for multiple did, people. He did, because he wanted to be inside his mom again. Uh-huh. I can't even. Uh, <laughs> I can't even. Uh, and I don't want to think about this. Let's not discuss it. Uh-huh. But I don't know how you cut off someone. How do you skin someone in one piece? Like, I don't understand. But again, mm-hmm. no, don't. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so then. Okay. So then she cut up pieces of his body and put them in a pot with potatoes, pumpkin, beets, zucchini, huh? cabbage, squash. Mm. She cooked it. Still not the worst part, Kara. I'm still not to the worst part. She ma- So she made this stew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She made a plate for herself. Okay. And it was mostly discarded. So they don't think that she ate it all. Okay. And I, I don't know what parts she did eat. So let's just assume it was the potatoes, probably. Right, right. Yeah, Yeah. or the pumpkin. Definitely. Then (sighs) she took a whole bunch of pills, laid down next to whatever is left at this point, and passes out. So she's trying to kill herself, right? Right. Then he did not show up for work the next day. Yeah. And, you know, he's been telling everybody that he's afraid that she's going to do something. So his coworkers are like, hey. As soon as he doesn't show up, they're like, something's wrong. Yeah. And so one of them goes over there to check on him. And upon seeing the blood on the outside of the door, the coworker calls the police. And, oh, my God, those poor police who walked in that door. And this is the scene. Scene that they, oh, my gosh. Catherine wasn't dead. They took her into custody, and when she woke up, she was like, what? I don't remember a thing. I don't know what you all are talking about. The last about. thing I know is that I, you know, I, wa- I went inside and I watched some TV, and that is all that I remember. What? Five months before the murder, she had told her brother, I'm going to kill Pricey, because his name was Price, and so uh-huh. I'm going to kill Pricey, and I'm going to get away with it. I'll get away with it because I'll make out like I'm mad. Oh, Okay. Back at the house, the police are, like, going through the kitchen, and they find his head in a boiling pot of vegetables on the stove. No! And now we have arrived at the worst part. On the table, there were two full plates, each labeled, like, as place settings with his children's names. No! As if she was going to feed him to his children. No, no, no. Where were the kids during all this? They're, it said they were older children, so I don't think okay. they lived there. She was going to invite them over for dinner. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Catherine was charged with murder. Uh, yeah. And remember how I said that she claimed to not remember anything? Right. Um, the psychiatrist who assessed her didn't believe this. Okay, good. They also decided that she was sane and fit to stand trial. One of them said, the problem is not that she did not know it was wrong to do such a thing. It's just that she didn't care. Yeah. She's like, I know it's wrong. So what? Still going to do it. Callousness is not an absence of knowledge of what is right or wrong. That was a direct quote. She ended up pleading guilty, which is probably super fortunate for his kids and her kids for that matter. Because then you avoid the trial. Right. In this case, already has enough public details. Yes. So 
Catherine Knight was the first woman in Australia to receive the sentence of life without parole. Oh. The judge on the case said the last minutes of his life, John's life, must have been a time of abject terror for him, as oh, they were a time gosh. of utter enjoyment for her. Oh. <gasps> He said that uh, Catherine was an ongoing risk to the community and ordered that her file be marked never to be released. She's never getting out. To this day, she refuses to accept any responsibility for what What? she did. I know. Um, She says she's innocent. She filed an appeal. It was denied. Oh, of course. Um, She's currently serving her life sentence at Silverwater Women's Correctional Center. Wow. Australian film producer... Dane Millard and screenwriter Moss Mur- Ross Murray bought the rights to uh, journalist Peter Lowler's book Bloodstain in 2015, which is about this case. Yeah. And they had plans to create a film to document the story. And the film was to be called The Speckled Hen. Obviously, people were not happy. I mean, this yeah. happened in 2000. It hasn't been that long ago. Yeah. Residents of the community where this happened were not supportive. They think it's too soon. They don't want to dredge up all those memories for anyone. No, you know? especially his family. No. Whether you even knew him personally or not, just knowing that, number yeah. one, that this kind of crime happens anywhere. Right. But that it happened so close to you, mm-hmm. maybe a few doors down from where you live. Like, yeah. I can't, I cannot imagine. Mr. Millard said the project would not be treated as a horror film, but instead it would explore the psychology behind Catherine's actions. And he said, there's always going to be somebody who's going to be upset because it affects them more directly than others. I'm mindful of that as a journalist. With about 10 or 15 years of experience, you've got to treat this with sensitivity and respect. I did some digging, um, and from what I can tell, the movie has never been made. Okay. At least not the movie by Dane Millard. Like, I don't know if there's been another one or any yeah. kind of documentary of any sort, but this guy didn't make a movie. Oof. That's the end ooh, of my ooh, story. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if that was your mom? Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine if you had sex with that woman? <sighs> And then see on the news that that's happened to somebody else. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, everyone she dated before this must have been like, holy crap. That I'm could have so been so glad I got out. That's what that meat hook in the living room was for. Because <laughs> it seemed like she, um, you know, she threatened. All of them, yeah. except for one. Chillingworth. Yeah. He was too calm for her. It's real weird that they had a completely normal relationship, right? For three years. Yeah. And had a child together. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, so there's that. Uh, if you are looking for another episode this week, you can go subscribe to our Patreon right yes. now. Yeah. Um, there is a murder case right there waiting for you to hear. And yeah. it's it's another doozy. Yeah, it's another wild one. Thanks for listening. Yeah, guys. Thank you to everybody who's taken the time to leave a review. We love mm-hmm. them. We really do. If you have a story you want to share with us, you can reach us at witchesmagicmurdermystery at gmail.com. Yep. Or Instagram. Or Instagram. Or you can join the Facebook group, which is Witches Magic Murder and, <laughs> and Mystery, Mystery Podcast Discussion Group. I also put a link to it. Finally, it occurred to me. Oh. If you go to our link tree on Instagram, there's a link that'll take you right to the group. Oh, yeah. Because we have had some people easier. that are like, we can't find it. Probably like, because what? we say the name differently every time we say it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys great at this so good at this okay we're so professional we're we're very fancy <laughs> love yeah. you guys thanks yeah. for listening thanks we so will much. talk to you next week bye guys goodbye goodbye